Tamika Reed, improvising cellist. I write music, I perform on cello, I teach. I'm wearing a hat. I guess I say I feel like I wear many hats. I like the, the discovery that happens through improvisation, having this musical dialogue that keeps things fresh. So. Tamika Reed got some incredible news in 2022. The MacArthur Foundation awarded her one of their highly coveted fellowships. MacArthur Fellowships are colloquially known as Genius Grants. Each 2022 recipient was awarded $800,000 to be used as they see fit with no strings attached. And it's not just for musicians. The latest class includes scientists, artists, filmmakers, engineers, historians, educators, and even a lawyer. There are only three criteria considered in awarding the fellowships, according to the Foundation's website. 1. Exceptional creativity. 2. Promise for important future advances based on a track record of significant accomplishments. And 3 potential for the fellowship to facilitate subsequent creative work. It's essentially an investment in who these people are, how they think, and the perception that society will benefit from their work. That said, I had never heard of Tamika Reed before I read her name on the list of fellows, so I became very interested in listening to her music and learning more about her. The cello is a rare instrument to hear in a jazz context, so I figured she must have taken an unusual path to reach this impressive career high point. Fortunately, she has told a bit of her story in videos posted by the MacArthur Foundation and the Neon Jazz radio program out of Kansas City. I went to a French school. Actually, my mom put me in a French school, a French immersion school when I was in fourth grade. And um, music classes, I always loved music, but music class was also the only class I could speak English in. So I know for me, it was kind of like, I really, really enjoyed that class even more because I was having to learn this, this language um, when all the other students spoke fluently. And so I was definitely struggling. I was kind of like an ESOL student, actually. Um, I had to get pulled out all the time so that I could work on my language skills. So it was nice to... Um, have music class, and I think I've always enjoyed collaboration and um, being a part of a larger ensemble. Um, so I just loved being in orchestra or just being in some kind of ensemble. Uh, and so it, it's nice knowing, like, oh, this person makes this note and I make this note and we get this harmony, this get this sound. To me, that was just awesome to be able to create something, to make something, to know how to do something, to make a sound. So... Um, I'm really grateful that the, you know, I went to, I grew up outside of D.C. in Montgomery County, Maryland, and so I'm really grateful that the school not only had this French immersion program, because um, I learned language, but I also got to study cello. I've always been interested in playing other styles of music. 
I had a mentor actually when I was at the University of Maryland who was like, you know, you should try playing in this rock band or you should try playing in whatever. Someone would list a poster or something for uh, asking for, about a cello player. And I was like, ah, but I have so much, you know, ground I still need to cover on the cello because I kind of, you know, started taking it seriously rather late for going to college. Um, but in my senior year, he was like, come on, you know, he he had some like Rufus Reed um uh, transcriptions, and he would play flute, and I would play the bass lines, the written bass lines. So I kind of got introduced there. And then um, when I moved, well, I spent a summer in Chicago, and I joined a classical orchestra, but that's where I met Nicole Mitchell, and a really great flute player. And she was like, hey, we should try improvising. And so I started doing some improvising with her, and then she's like, oh, if you, move to, if you do move to Chicago, you should play in my band. So I said, okay. So when I moved uh, two years later, so in 2000, I moved to Chicago, and I started playing in her band. And then it's kind of, you know, through her group um, playing at the Velvet Lounge, um, Fred Anderson's Velvet Lounge, that I got to really start to immerse myself into just other other groups and just other sounds and just becoming more familiar with, I would say, the more avant-garde or free jazz aspect of the music because prior to that, you know, I had just been listening to, I guess, mostly like standard jazz or like recordings by Miles Davis or John Coltrane, um, but I was exposed to the ACM and all the composers within that organization uh, as well as other, you know, local Chicago musicians and just it kind of expanded from there. I remember listening on the radio to WNUR, which is Northwestern's radio station, and hearing this recording. They were doing like a fundraiser, and they played. I I was like, oh, I want. I was listening, and I was like, oh, I want to donate. And I loved the the music they were playing, and it was as if it were the Seasons by Joseph Jarman. And I remember hearing that and being like, man, I don't know what this what this is or what type of music this is, but I really like it. And I remember that recording really having an impression on me. And I also remember I was working at the Hot House, um, which was a really, really awesome, I was a door girl there, uh, a really awesome club. And I would just hear so, I mean, I was just so many shows. So I can't think of one specifically, but I do remember that recording being really pivotal in my experience. And then just all the different, groups that would come through there. You know, I ate bold souls. I had never heard of them. And seeing Naomi Millinder in that group, she's a cello player. I remember coming in one day and Maul Waldron was just playing at the piano. <laughs> just I, I would say Hot House was a really big experience. Um I just saw so many shows there that just I remember thinking like, wow, I just love the music. I love that environment. I wanted to know more about it. And then through playing in Nikki's groups, I got to play at the Hot House eventually, and I got to play, you know, like I said, at the Velvet Lounge, and just now we've just played everywhere now.
That was Composition 23B from a 2015 release by a trio known as Artifacts that featured Nicole Mitchell on flute, Tamika Reed on cello, and Mike Reed, no relation, on drums. That same year, the Tamika Reed Quartet released an album that mixed avant-garde improvisations with some tunes that were nominally more traditional and accessible. Guitarist in the Tamika Reed Quartet is Mary Halverson, a 2019 MacArthur Fellow who also merits a musical deep dive. As I explored Tamika Reed's recorded output, I was delighted by her commitment to working with musicians playing a wide variety of instruments. Here's a track called Lalbero Seco from a 2012 release called Herein Now. It features Sylvia Bolognese on bass. Maz Swift on violin and Reed on cello. in a different direction as part of the eclectic ensemble on Micaiah McRaven's hip-hop-infused 2018 album, Universal Beings.
And here's a spare, moving tribute to Albert Eiler from her 2020 collaboration with pianist Alexander Hawkins. Tamika Reed's latest recording comes from an interesting source. The Goethe Institute of Chicago hosts a series called Bricolage, which pairs a musician based in Chicago with one based in Berlin. Bricolage 3 teamed Reed with Bulgarian-born violinist Biliana Vuchkova, with stirring results.
Tamika Reed's versatility is clearly one part of what led to her selection as a 2022 MacArthur Fellow. Listening to her in interviews, the words collaboration, mentorship, and exploration come up often. Her open-minded approach to mastering the cello in any musical context is inspirational, and I can't wait to hear where she takes it next, with the help of this aptly nicknamed Genius Grant. I hope you've enjoyed learning more about the eclectic career of cellist Tamika Reed. Thanks for joining me. I'll play you out with Billy Bang's Bounce from the Tamika Reed Quartet.